Hey, thanks for tuning in. The big question that I like to center this show around is how are the underdogs like us? How do we create our own table? How do we build a portfolio of work online that helps us reach the right people, not millions of people, but the right people while staying true to who we are? That is the question. And this podcast will begin to give you the answers, hopefully, as I discover them myself, as I observe what I'm testing and doing, documenting that and sharing that with you, and what my clients are doing and what's working with them. So welcome to the Habit Chess Podcast. My name is Ms. Bahawk, and in today's episode, I'm going to share with you how you can connect ChatGPT to the internet. This has been a very long-awaited feature. I know I've been waiting for it, and it really didn't take that long for them to put this out. But it's very significant because it makes all of the, you know, data and responses that ChatGPT gives you, it just makes it a little bit more accurate, a little bit more up to date. Because previously, it only had up till 2019, 2020, something like that. It was a limited date, all of the information up to that date. So if you think about it having current data and inputs, like it can connect to anything, it's just, a, it's really It's a start of something really fabulous and I wanted to get on it myself. So here's what I did. You are going to log into your ChatGPT account. Remember, you go to chat.openai.com, create an account if you don't have one. And then once you are in, you're going to hit settings. And then you're going to go to beta features. Okay, the settings is in the bottom left corner usually. Hit beta features. And you are going to notice that it says, as a plus user, enjoy early access to experimental new features, which may change during development. So you do have to be a plus member, which is 20 bucks a month, but you do get access to GPT-4 and usually the latest models that they might be working on. And like it says, beta features that you can test out if you want. The thing that you are going to toggle on is the first section, which says browse with Bing. It says, try a version of ChatGPT that knows when and how to browse the internet to answer questions about recent topics and events. So you're just going to toggle that on. And then if you want, um, this is actually a whole other episode, but plugins, right? Try a version of ChatGPT that knows when and how to use third-party plugins that you enable. So I toggled that one on as well as I experiment and figure out a way to make it valuable to share with you. I'll share more on that. But for now, I want to keep it focused on toggling on the browse with Bing. And as a reason it's Bing and not Google and all that stuff is because of OpenAI's partnership with Microsoft and Bing being the search engine that is controlled by Microsoft or owned by Microsoft or whatever. It really forces me to give it a shot because I never would have used Bing before this, but just because that is what it has access to, I'm going to get forced to use it and see, see how it does. So anyways, I hope this was useful. One of the prompts that you can go ahead and try this out for, it's okay if you're making content for your business, for example, let's say you are a fitness coach. And as a fitness coach, one of the things that I would do is look for recent news and things that are trending in my niche, for example, right? Okay, how do you get the most up-to-date news in the past, let's say, three days? Okay, is there any recent news in the fitness training world that I could talk about to my dream clients. And if you basically input a very basic and simple prompt like that into GPT-4 or GPT-3.5 even, what it's going to do, you'll see, is pull the most recent article. So this is just like if you were to type into Google, some, but it's a little bit better because it's actually 
taking into account your request that you want to talk about this. You want to maybe comment on this on a podcast. You want to create content about it in some way. Or another one, or another significant way to use this is studies, right? So just like you would use PubMed or something like that, if you were like, hey, share the top 10 recent studies in the past like three years involving ketosis, right? And you can get more specific as you talk back and forth with it if you want. But let's just say you wanted to pull 10 studies in the past three years, if there are any. And then what it does is usually pulled a bunch of information that looked really accurate, but then when you actually cross-checked it, some of it was accurate and some of it was older. Some of it was just, there were flaws with it, right? But now that you have access to the internet, basically it can actually source the same things that you would find when you Google these types of studies, but it presents it to you in the context of what you're asking it for, which is really cool because Google's kind of just getting started on this as of now in terms of being able to understand more complicated search queries and then being able to like expand on that and having the context of what you just said in mind. That is a Google update I heard about that is coming out very soon in their search engine. But anyways, if you have been looking to get connected to the internet or have just more accurate ChatGPT responses and be able to access, I would say, the next level of ChatGPT and where this is going, it's definitely worth turning on this beta feature and giving it a whirl with at least a few prompts. I hope this was useful. If you have any questions, make sure to hit me up on Instagram, M-I-S-B-A-8. Actually, if, yeah, hit, look at the links in the description and get connected with me there. But thank you for hanging out and I will talk to you soon.